Good afternoon, everyone. This is the Hotness and Sweetly. We'd like to welcome you back to another edition of our Restaurant Magic Radio Show. We're so happy that you're joining us. I'm the Hotness, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Sweetly. Hey, now. Hey. And for those who may not know, we're just foodies. We love to eat, and I think we just eat everything, right? Mm-mm, good. <laughs> we interview um, restaurant owners, chefs, cooks, caterers, culinary artists, sous chefs, farmers. I mean, we cover the whole gamut, so we are just here and excited with our new guest today and his name is Mr. Trey Tapp and he is the owner of the Chicken Hut in Durham, North Carolina. Welcome Trey. Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure. Hey, it's a pleasure for us because you allow me and Sweetly just to come in here and what do we do? We wolf down all his food. It was just, it was awesome. I never seen Sweetly eat so much in my life. I'm it was glad she enjoyed it. It was, it was embarrassing, frankly. <laughs> it really was. I mean, well, I did look around to make sure nobody was looking at me. <laughs> that wasn't enough. I've never seen so many oxtail disappear, and it's really hard because oxtails are not easy to eat. But mm. she managed to do that. Yeah. So well, thank you. When they're cooked to perfection, falling off the bone. Mm, in that awesome gravy it's just smooth and easy yeah so it was good very good we we'll appreciate that we we'll yes, appreciate very good so we'll just go ahead and ask you some just um questions that our audience okay. may want to know okay about you know how you got started in your business and opened up this awesome restaurant okay well um the chicken hut was established um by my father um we've been in business over 68 years um he went at one time had five locations um, throughout the Durham and Chapel Hill area. He had four locations in Durham, North Carolina. He had one location in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Um, so he had a massive stroke and my mom was alongside him and helping build. And my mother passed um, this past April 10th on her 78th birthday. So now it's me and my cousin, my aunts, and we have um, some more employees. It's like a family-based mm-hmm. restaurant. So. So you're keeping it going. I think yeah, keeping I, it going, yeah. you were established in 1957. Yes, yes. But wow. it, a couple of years before that, we were established too. So in long term, we've been in business um, over 68 years. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. And it's one of the longest running black yes. owned businesses in yes. Durham. So in Durham. Extra, extra kudos for that, right, yes. Sweetly? No doubt. Because a lot of businesses, um, once the um, the head starters pass or you know decide to pass the torch, a lot of times, it doesn't work yes, so yes. you know I, I give you props yes. for keeping it going yeah. yeah and how do you do that well number one keep God first and, and number two you know family you know without family nothing is possible so you know I have a I have a strong family like I said my cousin um my aunts you know what I'm saying they stick right by me and we we do this together you know it's not just me it's it's all of them I couldn't do it out and like I said we have some um, more staff and like they're very dedicated and they're here every day and like I say you know we just keep going my mom my mom would say keep rolling with the punches yeah, right. so. how do you think your dad came up with the name um, was it chicken hut but it was chicken box prior yeah. to this uh-huh. well from what I hear um, uh-huh. stories the restaurant was looked like a box and you know what I'm saying okay. and you know what I'm saying he um, chicken was what he sold so he just came up with the idea of chicken box and so you guys um, I was just salivating over your menu that you guys, because you guys switch it up every every day. Every day. Yes. So who came up with that concept? Because that it's brilliant actually. Because sometimes you know you just have the same thing yeah, in your restaurant, yes. but you guys switch it up. So how did that come to be? Well, me and my mom work together, and we kind of we understand that people want different things on different days. So like you say, if it's the same old thing every day, it can kind of get worn out. You know what right. I'm saying? So uh, we wanted to give a variety, different meats, 
there's so much um, meats and vegetables you can do when it comes to soul food. So we just wanted to give everybody variety every day of the week. So, you know. We appreciate that. And what about your desserts? I saw a cake behind you, Trey, but I didn't see it out here. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. probably Where did that cake come from? <laughs> well, um, yeah, on Fridays, typically on a Friday, we hit our customers with everything. So, like, today we had banana pudding cake, lemon pound cake, oh. chocolate fudge cake. We had red, vel- red velvet cake. We had homemade banana pudding, peach cobbler, and apple cobbler. And we had honey bun cake and sweet potato pie. But yeah, we were just slam packed and all the desserts just sold out. Wow. Yeah. I'm trying to pick myself up off the floor right now. Who does the baking? Because you um, rattled off like yeah, some my delicious. Aunt, my wow. aunt, what, um, what's her name? Um, Ruth Dash and um, Joanne Johnson. Yeah, they. Aunt Ruth, yeah. Aunt Joanne. Yeah, we yeah. love you. Yeah, we love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have to get here earlier so we can get some of the desserts. Well, I heard like a group of kids came over 70. Yes, and y'all I think were it was 70 not, to 80 kids. I'm expecting yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we we are typically normally very busy on Friday. So mm-hmm. on top of our rush, um, the 75, 80 kids came in, which I'm not gonna complain about because I it's an experience for them, and I'm glad they can come into the community and experience stuff like that so but yeah it was a bit rushed today i i like what you said about you know the community and you guys supporting because i see i follow you on twitter yes and i see a lot of the nice initiatives that you do for the community like when the uh, government was shut down yes. you guys were like come on and get some free food awesome. we're gonna you know helping veterans and things like that so yeah. how do you get plugged in and be aware to do those things well i kind of like watch my mom and dad and how they gave and i ask myself all the time what would my mom and dad do in a time like this and and like I said you know my mom and dad are everything isn't about money you know it's it's you got to do this when you go in a restaurant you know it's more rewarding doing because you love them because you enjoy helping people and you know when people are in time of need you know what I'm saying I mean giving I I at least I can give dinners away you know what I'm saying and help people because I couldn't imagine how difficult it were for them in those time needs in that time like that so I guess that is one of the things that makes your restaurant unique. Is yeah. there any other thing that you can think of that just makes you um, stand out more than the other restaurants? Well, I mean, other than being in business 68 years, and yeah. like I said, we are family-oriented down here. Uh, I think we have, like, two sets of sisters. We have a mother and a daughter. We have a son and mother. We have everybody's family down here. So, you know, yeah. it kinds of help you know, things feel more close together, you know. So, and you make your customers feel like they're family. Yeah. As well, yes. because they see the interaction and and the love. Um, if I was to ask you what was one of your favorite dishes, what would you tell me? Of course, the fried chicken, because that's I what. Ain't getting none. Yeah. I know. I'm sad about <laughs> yeah, that. Like okay, today, we need to come. Yeah, today we had we had fried chicken and fish every day, but today we had to cook over 2,000 pieces going out on orders. And we um, Hillside High School Drama Department they have a play going on there, so we also fried chicken drumettes for them and drumette trays and fruit trays and vegetable trays. So they were kind of stretched back there in the kitchen today trying to get those 2,000-some pieces out. Wow. They are just really doing it, audience. And um, I, I'm just in awe. I mean, because, you know, it's hard to sustain a business, you know, long-term. Yes, and then you have great customers that keep coming back. So, I, like, you know, Sweetly said, kudos to you. Yeah. Um, but we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back with Mr. Tap. All right. Thank you. Hey, girl. That's a nice T-shirt you're wearing. Where did you get it? I got it from TeamJesusClothing.com. Really? I like the messaging and the colors. They're so vibrant. Yes, 
TeamJesusClothing.com has a lot of t-shirts and hoodies with encouraging messages. They have styles for both men and women. Wow, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to TeamJesusClothing.com to place my order now. Yes, definitely go to TeamJesusClothing.com and be sure to check out my favorite shirt designs, Team Jesus and Won't He Do It. I can't wait. TeamJesusClothing.com, here I come. Welcome back, audience. We are here with Mr. Trey Tapp of the Chicken Hut in Durham, North Carolina. They're right off Fayetteville Street. So you guys get in your car, drive on down here, and they'll eat up all their fried chicken desserts because that's what I'm planning to do. What about you, Sweetly? It doesn't even matter how far you got to drive. <laughs> it is worth it. Thank you. I don't know if y'all heard, but the oxtails... I was hoofing them down. She That's an understatement. Okay. <laughs> she was like inhaling them. <laughs> Trey, I can't express to you. I was just, I was just like in awe, like watching uh, her. I was like, this is embarrassing. Uh, Control yourself. Uh, and then let's get on to another topic. <laughs> we were talking about the fried chicken, but we didn't get any. You think he'll tell us a little bit of his recipe? No. no I wouldn't. Okay. I would. He said he can't do it. He can't do it. So what we like to um, ask you, Trey, is that, was there ever a time when you just said, I can't do this no more. I want to throw in the towel. Well, I think the most difficult time was um, when my mom died in April. It was kind of because yeah. um, me and my Bless mom. Bless you with that, too. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. Me and my mom had the opportunity, were blessed with the opportunity to work beside each other every day, seven days a week. And then when she died, I would just go up front and look, and I see her up there in the morning. It was kind of like, wow, you know, it didn't feel the same for a while. But then mm-hmm. I would just talk to God, and, and, and I would ask myself, my mom wouldn't want it any other way. This was her life, you know. That's she right. she loved helping the community, feeding the community. She loved coming down here every day. So I say that's what I want to continue to do. No I'm, I'm pretty sure her spirit is right in here too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure sometimes you be cooking, you be like, all right, I got, all right, mom, I got, <laughs> I got this because I'm, you know, the atmosphere in here. Yes. I can just feel the love I when I walked too. in here. I mean, Jeff, he was just so nice uh, yeah, and polite. Yeah. Your staff is just awesome. Thank you. And um, I know it takes a um, one person may have the vision, yes. but it takes many it to does. make the vision plain. It does. And I just want to let you know that you are doing it. Thank you so you much. You are doing Thank that. You. Um, if there was um, something that you would like to tell our audience, our listeners, uh, to gear, encourage them or give them motivation to pursue their um, dream, their vision, what would it be, Trey? Well, first you got to love what you're doing. Um, like I said, keep God first and understand that nothing's impossible. If you dream, go for it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because you, you don't want to regret not trying to pursue something if you have a vision and a dream. So I just say, just go for it and just believe. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Yeah. And I would like to say, because you said it's like a huge family unit that yes. you guys have that helps keep your business going. And like, how do you guys all get along? Because, you know, I know some families. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy. So is your, sh- I mean, is keeping God first, obviously. I know that probably is crucial. Yes. But what are some of the other, you know, key aspects that you can share with the audience? Like, you know, working well with your family members. Because, well, you know, you can't get rid of them, can you, sweetie? Yeah. Well, <laughs> nope. I kind of, I think you got to kind of understand how to separate business and personal. Like, when you step in these doors at the restaurant, it's business, you know. But at the same time, though, you work with family. And I think we've been doing it so long together um, that we all have an understanding. Some people might come in and might not be feeling the best one day. But I kind of know now to understand that and just kind of overlook certain things. Right. 
Right. Could you, um, since it's been such a long time span, yes. I was wondering, as time progressed, were there any changes in some of the um, recipes that you enhanced or either took away from, or are they um, all still traditional? Um, still traditional. Um, yeah, we may have added a couple of new things to the menu that I don't think my parents were doing. Well, before my mom died, we had put oxtails and certain things on the menu, but it's still the same chicken recipe and all that good stuff, yeah. All right, is it something that you added? Well, I just, um, doing renovations and trying to bring it up to modernize it and, and make it more comfortable and like putting TVs, new tile, new okay. tables and chairs, you know, make it Wi-Fi, you know, and stuff so customers can come in and enjoy, you know, not only the food, but enjoy a, a great dining experience. Well, updated it for the times. Yes, yes. Exactly. So you have your young people that come yes. in here and want to be College on their kids, computer. Yeah, yeah and it, they yeah. need to do their homework and eat at the same time. Yes. So you just... Yeah, going yeah. along with the times, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. And so you said your father, when he first started out, there were like five yes. locations. So yes. is this your single one right now? Do you have any plans to expand? Well, we do a lot of catering. Um, so it's a lot of work. Like my staff may get here in the morning times at 3.30 in the morning. And like I said, like tonight on a Friday, um, I probably won't leave like 7 to 7.30 tonight. So it's a lot. So I'm, I'm just... I'm content with this location. My dad built this location in 1961. Um, so it's been here located at 3019 Fayetteville Street since 1961, but it's a lot of hard work. And you know, like I said, you gotta do it cause you love it. And sometimes I think too many of the restaurants might kind of be overbearing and kind of yeah. take that love away. So I'm content with the location here. Yeah. And with the catering, that's that's just putting you out there anyway. Yeah, so, so you're we all do over like the place. A, yeah, like today we have three funerals to do. And mm. like I said, we have, we catering for the Hillside Drama Department. They play um, going on throughout the whole weekend. And we had um, 12 more hundred pieces of fried chicken, just chicken only going out. So a total of 2,000 pieces of fried chicken and drum egg trays. And That's why we didn't get none. <laughs> See, this is why I probably couldn't work for Trey, because guess what? Even though he said 2,000 like pieces of fried chicken, guess what I would have done with all those pieces of chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have been like the case of the missing chicken. Yeah, the hotness loves fried chicken. I really I do. Know. So what, what day did you say you have the fried chicken? Is it every day? Yeah, we have chicken, fried chicken, and fish every day of the week Monday through Friday yeah so it's cooked to order so it typically take around about six to seven minutes to come out okay. yeah okay and what kind of fish do you guys usually fry we do fresh trout mm. yes now I know we sold food yes and I know we love it and we don't want to do anything to alter it but the factor is out there with this day and age everybody's talking about nutrition yes everybody wants to be healthy everybody wants a little you know salad in this is your restaurant gearing towards that yes. or do you have and anything and currently um I, I'm going to put some new menu items on the list like I I um, do plan on doing salads okay. um and we don't I don't cook with any pork in my vegetables wow. you know what I'm saying and I don't eat pork good. yeah I don't eat pork myself so um, we don't season or cook with any pork in our vegetables so I'm gonna do maybe like some fruit salad some some house salad chef salads okay. and stuff like that yeah he's, he's trying to just you know spice <laughs> it up a little bit audience and Trey what's your favorite thing to eat here though as you know you have your favorite you know your unique signature dish is the the fried chicken but yes. what's your favorite thing here to eat well I love my favorite dish would probably be fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens, and candy yams. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Sunday meal. Yeah, I love that, yeah. You just stick some cornbread on yeah, there. Yeah, 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 huh? some cornbread, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my favorite thing, yeah, so. Gosh, awesome. man. 
have and peach cobbler. Oh yeah, okay, peach cobbler. <laughs> you can't gotta have the peach cobbler. You got to have it all day. And so, were you um, watching your mother when she was coming up with these recipes? And you know, was it just passed down to all your your family? Like, how did she come up with these unique recipes to cook such delicious soul food? Okay, well, I basically grew up in this restaurant as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I used to come with my parents to work every day, so. I would watch when I got to around about seven and eight, maybe seven. They would let me start doing little things like helping. I would stay in the kitchen and watch or whatever. So they taught me how to fry the chicken and make cobblers and do all kinds of stuff. So you know, just watching them and observing and and stuff. And you got to mix a little love in there with it oh, too. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we go. The love. I'm telling you, <laughs> every restaurant that we have interviewed that there's love in their food yeah. I know and that's what makes it so yeah. good because yeah. I don't think that we have been any place where we have not enjoyed the food exactly. as well as the people that we've interviewed that, right. that make it and you know what you can tell when people don't cook with love because yeah. you'd be like what's going on here and they I don't care love don't I make oh she does <laughs> 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 I got you. <laughs> hey, audience, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. When will I get married? Waiting can never be easy. Whether it's waiting on a taxi or a job promotion, it can be difficult. When it comes to waiting on Mr. Right, aka Boaz, it becomes even more challenging to wait while you're single. In this lighthearted book, Where's Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Best selling author, Nevada York offer suggestions based on the Bible's great love story of Ruth and Boaz and from her own experience of waiting on God. You will learn the attributes of Ruth and use the Ruth reality chart to do a self-check on your own attributes. Nevada also shares the 10-step plan that Ruth followed to win her Boaz. Obedience and being a blessing plays a key role. Trust the Lord and its timing. Make your season of singleness Ruth-defining. Order Nevada York's latest book, where is Boaz? I don't know. I'm tired of kissing frogs too. Available on Amazon.com in paperback and Kindle. Shouldn't laws be black and white? Doesn't everyone deserve the same treatment? For 15-year-old Gemini Barry, the answers are obvious. But then a crime shocks Gemini's small town and she learns that many adults see things in shades of gray. In Nika Chanel's novel, Just As the Sky is Blue, Gemini Berry is forced to grow up fast when her mother agrees to play a central role in a sensational murder trial that tears her small town apart. As the child spins out of control, secrets are revealed and old deaths are settled and Gemini's life is ultimately changed forever. Order Mika Chanel's book, Just As the Sky is Blue. Just As the Sky is Blue is available on Amazon.com, Kindle, and Audible.com. Welcome back, audience. The Hotness and Sweetly, we are here with Mr. Trey Tapp of the Chicken Hut in Durham, North Carolina, which was established in 1957. I mean, I just can't believe, you the know. The longest black-owned established restaurant. Wow. Yeah, in Durham, North Carolina. Yes. So, Trey, this restaurant is basically like your second home. Yes, yes. Yes. And so how did you um, come about and just, like, figuring out, like, how to maintain the memory of your, your, your parents, basically, and 
and continuing the structure of the restaurant like without changing it up too much well like it's a lot of hard work and dedication um my mom used to always tell me um at one time one of us needs to always be in the restaurant at all times because customers want to see that and you know customers come in the way we greet them and i want every customer to know the appreciation that we feel from them coming walking through those doors of support because without the customers there would be no chicken hut so um, it's just hard work and dedication, and it's a lot of sacrifices, but, you know, it's worth it in the long run, yeah. Well, in that, um, I know it's hard, but do you do you try to find a balance to have a life for yourself and make sure that you are enjoying life as well and not just, I know what you're doing, yes, you enjoy yes. it, so you got to love it to do it. Yes, but yes. I'm just saying, is there time for Trey? Yes, yes, it's time okay. for Trey, yeah, so, yeah. But like I say, it's still like seven days a week, but I find time to go and watch the game or something. Oh no, I was going to say maintaining that work-life balance is really challenging, especially when you're like the sole responsible person for running a business. And so I was just fascinated on how about like, you know, you do it and you like decompress. What are some advice you can tell for other restaurant owners or just people in general who have an issue trying to find that balance in life? Well, um, try to limit stress as much as possible um just understand you can't do it by yourself it takes a team and you have to put trust in other people and you know just find a good core that um you can have established in your restaurant people you can trust a good team reliable dependable so everything won't fall on you you know what i'm saying and as long as you got that you know i think you'll be all right that's really good advice because with any relationship trust is a factor yes and so you got to have that you got to have that audience oh yeah definitely especially people you trust to run the business and a business that your mother you know passed down to you that's just crucial i believe what do you think sweetly oh no doubt because you want it right yes you know and you want them to have the same compassion as and love for the business as you yourself yes do you know so that's that's very important. Um, I want to, before we um, wrap it up, I want you to tell the listeners how they can follow you, find you, social media, any way that you know they can get in touch with you, and um, come out and taste this awesome, guys. I'm talking awesome food. Okay. It's definitely cooked with love. Okay. Well, we're um, the name of the restaurant, as you already know, is the Chicken Hut. We're located at 3019 Fayetteville Street. Um, we do lunch um, Monday through Friday, 11:30 a.m. to 3:30 p.m. The um, menu changes every day with different meats and vegetables every day of the week, and we have an assortment of different desserts, homemade desserts every day of the week. And we have a Facebook um, page. You can do a search, the Chicken Hut um, in Durham, North Carolina, and our Facebook page should pull up. And it's I think it's an Instagram page attached to it also. Okay, and do you guys take call-in orders? Do people place their order over the phone or no? Um, we don't take call-in orders because my motto is uh, I want to get you in and get you served as quick as possible. Okay. Um, I know how I am sometimes. If you call in the order, I know sometimes you can get caught up in doing other stuff and your food may be a little cold. So I like each customer to leave with hot food. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if you come in and you want fried chicken, like I say, sit seven minutes, you can have your piping hot, freshly fried chicken with your hot um, vegetables and your cold beverage tea lemonade and you can you're more happier that way I think that's the way it's supposed to be ate yeah, yeah watch a little TV while your chicken yeah, 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 you know yeah. cause he got big screens <laughs> in here right. and sit and chill and I bet you even the the um, employees did walk by and chat with yeah, you yeah they yeah, do. yeah. cause Jeff was again Jeff was awesome and it's a um, story I mean uh, I want to add it's a, a couple that met here over 30 years ago in the chicken hut and they got 
they start talking just in here both of them didn't know each other get meals and they end up talking getting engaged getting married and they just celebrate their 31st anniversary and they come down like once a month and always tell me the story and i'm never tired of hearing yeah. because it's yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh what a yeah. sweet romantic story yeah. that's really nice i love it yeah. see chicken hut audience Come get the fried chicken and find love at the same time. <laughs> Look, ladies, you might meet your Boaz. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, Trey, one more time. Okay. Tell people um, how to follow you on the social media, please. Okay. Um, the Chicken Hut of Durham, North Carolina. That's, um, you can find our Facebook page if you do a search for that. Um, and also, I think it's an Instagram page for the Chicken Hut attached to that also. And like I said, we located in Durham, North Carolina at 3019 Fayetteville Street in Durham. So. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much. And audience, I mean, maybe when you come down, you can see sweetly inhaling those oxtails. <laughs> you know, just walk past her. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> but look, guys, we really thank you guys for joining us. Remember, you can contact us at restaurantmagicfoodies at gmail.com. This has been the hotness and sweetly checking out what your restaurant is all about. Thank you. Thank you, thank you all so much.